this is as real as it gets. Hey, this is Marcia Prince, IFBB Bikini Pro and Gasberry Nutrition Spokesmodel, and you are listening to the UCW Radio Show, In Your Face. The number you have reached, 911, has been changed to a non-published number. You're listening to UCW Radio. In your face. Give it to me, baby. All right, welcome to the UCW Radio Show, and we have a couple of great guests that are going to be coming on the show shortly. You know, as, look, everyone out there um, at one time or another had to go out on the dating scene, you know, and try to find that special someone. Uh, these two ladies, they, um, I don't know, they perfected the matchmaking game uh, to the point that uh, their success rate is, is pretty good. Um, but you may know them from Bravo's TV show Love Broker, uh, Lori Zaslow and Jen Zucker. They have, uh, they have Project Soulmate which, in my opinion, is probably one of the best uh, matchmaking services in the great uh, state of New York, not even the city, the state. I would even, I would even go out there and say that if they were to go national, uh, that they would probably be the top. But they're, they're not looking to do that at this point. But they're, they're, they have a lock on New York without a doubt. Okay, so anyway, they're they're waiting in the uh, they're waiting on hold to come on the show. So without further ado, let's bring them on. The founders, creators, the the movers, shakers, the people that that bring in your project soulmate, Lori Zaslow, Jen Zucker, the Love Brokers. All right, uh, welcome Lori and Jen. Uh, <laughs> to the show i'm so i'm so so excited to have you on here you know because uh what what you guys do is uh is pretty cool pretty amazing you have project soulmate uh which is uh, a company that you guys created uh i guess out of a necessity that you saw out there yeah for sure actually all right, so since we have uh, we have a, a three way a three way conversation going on, I'm just going to address stuff to Lori first, and then <laughs> we'll, we'll go we'll go to Jen. So so Lori, t- love it. To tell us about Project Soulmate. Project Soulmate was our passion turned business three and a half years ago. Jen and I were sitting at Lenny's. It's this place in New York, and she's like, you know what? We set people up all the time. We charge nothing. We're so good at it. Both of our brothers are single. Our neurotic mothers are on top of us. She's like, let's do it. I'm like, Jen, I can set people up. I'm good at it. So are you, obviously. But I can't take money for a passion. She goes, don't worry. I can take money. So I'm like, all right. <laughs> if you can take the money and cash the check, I just can't ask for money. I'm not good at that. So that is how our business became at its birth. We said, let's just try it. Let's try a couple different systems and see how it works and get a process that's best suited for New York when we started and see how it goes. And we started and one thing after another, you know, match after match, happy client after happy client. People really connected. We're like, you know what? This is it. This is our dream come true, working together, working for ourselves. And loving what we do and really creating amazing relationships. You know, you can't be everywhere at once. And it's good to have two people 
that are like your guardian angels, you know? Oh, m- most definitely. Yeah. Now, uh, Lori, uh, just a question for you. Now, were you one of these people that, you know, that the that you would go and try to, like, put people together, or, like your family members, your friends, that type of thing? Before the business? Before the business, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, we, we always, I set up, you know, my best friend from college with her husband, all my friends. My friends were reminding me in high school, like, I got them all prom dates. I just loved to do it. So it was always, me and, me and Jen went to camp when we were eight, and we literally used to set people up at the canteen. Oh, my God. <laughs> you can see right. that, right? Yeah, I can, can see, see that. that. <laughs> it started at a young age. Wow. <laughs> exactly. That, that is right. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. All right. So, uh, so Jen, uh, you can uh, give us uh, your, uh, your spiel on uh, Project Soulmate. Yeah, listen, you know, it's it's really hard to meet people it's, it's just today, you know, between the Internet, you know, all these dating websites and, you know, people getting set up through their friends and family because they're single and no other reason, you know. And so a lot of people were getting frustrated that, one, they're maybe meet, meeting people online that they didn't know who they really were. And same thing, like friends setting up friends, a lot of times people set up people because they're just single. You know, there's not really much else that goes into decision-making. So for us, we felt like it was just a great thing, especially in New York, because people always have so much to choose from. And people work really hard. I'm sure they work hard everywhere, but there's a lot of people that just don't always have time to go out. So we're like, you know what? Why don't we create a service where we screen all the people for our clients? And that's basically what we do. In a nutshell, we basically our clients pay us, and we meet, you know, the people all day long that are potential matches for them. We started off with as men as our clients. Maury, chime in whenever you want, so... Um, so men are our clients, and basically we are just starting a very small women's division. But so basically at the beginning, the men come to us. We would meet tons of girls all the time, and we would put those girls that we think would be a good fit for them in front of them instead of them having to waste time. Really all the money they and people end up spending on bad dates, they could basically put towards a matchmaker. Exactly. True. <laughs> very true. We're doing all the screening and the vetting and making sure that people look as they say, sound as they say. You know, I mean, you never know. In a picture, sometimes they look like the picture, sometimes they don't. So we do a lot of the screening. And that's a lot true. of the time they that's don't. That's the hardest part about the job. Yeah, well, I mean, you have to do that stuff, you know. And we're going we're gonna to dive in deeper into your project, project Soulmate and your show, the love broker. What I want to do here, because I think our listeners would be very interested in, in learning about you guys individually, you know, what, what you've done in the past and, again, what led you to do this, but more, more importantly, what you've done in the past because your backgrounds are pretty interesting because um, I, I read about it. But I want, in your words, uh, Lori, maybe you can let our listeners know, you know, what you've done. My background um, as far as career yeah, but as far or as just career. in life, yeah, <laughs> career, life. You know. I'm like, well, Lori's like the mayor of New York City. Lori's the mayor of New York City without the actual lake degree. Please, uh. no one could be better than Bloomberg. <laughs> um, 
for me, my passion was always connecting people. So me and my husband started an employment agency. I actually at first worked for other people. Mm-hmm. And it was awesome because people said, this is what I'm looking for, you know, and describe the person as much as they can. But in the world of employment, you know, there's so many laws. You can't just say, hey, I want a man. I want a woman. I want someone who looks this way. I mean, in employment, that's illegal. You know, we all know that. Yeah. So people couldn't really articulate exactly what they were looking for, but they definitely did their best and we'd fill their needs. And when it came to matchmaking, it's almost a similar process, but you can actually say, I don't like women with red hair. I don't like blondes. I don't like women that are too short or too tall. Like you could really say what you're looking for because there aren't those sort of laws that surround daters. You know, you could be as you could be an ageist if you want. You mm-hmm. can, you know, discriminate against ethnicities. People aren't always attracted to the same type of person. Mm-hmm. You know, your environment really portrays that. I mean, like we're all from New York, so most of us are pretty open because we see everything. I guess actually, depending where you're from in New York. Yeah. But if you're from a place that is a certain only type of demographic, that might be the only type of people that you grew up with. Mm-hmm. So that might be your only attraction. But it was great. I mean, it was a great transition. And my husband still does the employment, so that's great. It's still a very similar thing. And Jen always says the three most important things in people's lives are, you know, their home, because she was a real estate broker, Mm -hmm. which she'll tell you about. You know, your job, your career, you know, because you love so much what you do. We were just talking to you about that. And the person, the love of your life, whomever that is that you want to share that with, you know? Yeah, no, I mean, what you've done... In, in recruiting and, and that, that type of business, you know, that actually makes what you what you do in particular kind of u- unique. I, I'm assuming Jen does some of that, too, you know, but you when you go out there and you're you're screening, you're, you're meeting, you're, you're actually hands on. I mean, literally hands on when you get a client, you're actually going out there trying to find somebody for that person. Absolutely. I mean, I'm not I mean, talking about people submitting their information online and you sitting there and in front of a computer. You're actually going out and doing this stuff. We are literally in the trenches doing anything and everything, you know, to help our clients. And we stop at nothing, you know. Well, stop that, at nothing. Well, that, that's what they're paying for, you for you guys to go uh, exactly. all out to make it happen. Now, Jen, now we're going to Jen now. Yes. Um, now, your, your background, yeah, you, were, you, were in, you're, you were in real estate. You probably still are in real estate, right? Yeah, no, I don't practice. I do. I, right now, I do have my license with my like, family's business, but it's not something I'm active with. Um, but I did do real estate for 13 years, you know, full time at the time. And it was great. I was always like, I feel like I was always setting up my clients, you know, they found a home and then they also would tell me I was like their therapist too, you know, they would tell me about their love life. And then I ended up feeling, I got a bunch of matches out of just setting up my clients with maybe my friends or with one another. So it sort of came naturally and it was great because with me and Lori, as much as we're, we have a very good intuition about people and who would be good together, we're both very different in our roles as far as me and Lori both do the matchmaking. I know the TV said it one way, but, like, we both do the matchmaking for sure, mm-hmm. and we meet with all the clients. But 
Lori's definitely more of the networker, and I'm definitely more of the business person. And I think she's the one taking the checks. That's what she's trying to say. She's taking the money. Yeah, she's got. I'm I'm taking the money, but I'm putting it into our account, (laughs) not (laughs) mine. (laughs) I hope that's true. (laughs) So, but it's really important, I think, for anyone out there that's looking to potentially open up their own business and have a partnership, that to make sure like the roles are are set and at least like the two different people or three different people bring different things to the table mm-hmm. because I, I think that really like it, it helped, it worked for us because mm-hmm. of that. It's any good relationship. I think, you know, we've had her hiccups and people always say, you know what? Partners are meant for dancing, not for business. Mm-hmm. But when you have a good partnership, it's just like any other relationship, whether you have a significant other, whether you're married, you know, you have to get through all the hiccups. No relationship is perfect. And me and Jen are very committed to one another. So we could commit to helping people find commitment because without that, right, you want the people that are advocating for the most important part of your life. No, without any doubt at all. And I mean, you guys, your, your approach to this is slightly different. So you kind of like are two sides of the same coin. So that's why it works. Exactly, mm-hmm. and that's why. And we, and we both have we both have kids, so we sort of know what it's like to have kids and the stresses. So, one of them are sick, and we had to take them to the doctor. There's no animosity. There's no like, oh, she's not working the more this morning. Never. Like, there's no anger Never. because we get each other's lives. You know. Well, when you have a venture like this, you know you gotta you gotta have that balance, and it seems that you guys have that balance, which is fantastic. And uh, we do. We fight a damn lot, but we have that yeah. balance. <laughs> well, what what relationship doesn't have any fighting? My God. I know. <laughs> we're like, we're like, we I never therapy. fight. <laughs> With my fiance, we're like, huh? I'm like, are you sure that he's the right guy? Because, you know. Fighting and relationships are up and down. They're not just plateauing. Yeah, well, I mean, it makes it interesting at the very least, right? <laughs> exactly. exactly. It makes it fun. Hey, life is short. You know it, right? Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Uh, I wanted to go into your backgrounds because that is what, you know, your your particular backgrounds is what make, what make you guys good at what you do because you had the experiences of, of meeting people, interacting. They, that interaction with, with different types of people gave you insight, it still give you insight to how to deal with, you know, I mean, whoever. If somebody's looking for someone, you know, things click in your head like, okay, well, maybe this, maybe that, maybe that, and then you start putting it all together, you know. Um, but, in, you know, in reality, you know, we're going to get into your reality show in a second. In reality... You know, I I think that a lot of people, their expectations may be a little off compared to what reality is. Potentially. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Definitely. We try not. We try to not work with people that's reality isn't our reality. <laughs> but yes, potentially that is true. Okay. Good. That deal. is true. Well, l- let me ask you: How did you get uh, your your show on Bravo, Love Broker? How did that all come about? We had started our business, I think, about three and a half years ago. Mm-hmm. And we were, you know, like any business takes time for anyone who starts a business, getting incorporated, doing all, crossing those T's, dotting the I's, trademarking the name, all those little things that add up to another whole job. And, you know, my husband was like, you guys are bleeding money. Like, you're spending so much time. You're getting people together. You're not charging enough. You're paying, you know, your child care for your children and making no money, it's like you were both so good at the jobs you did before, right? 
and you left to do this and you're not making money, Jen's like, it's going to take time. It takes any business two years. You know, Jen, and she's like, you know, my husband, Brian, yeah, he's a small partner in our business and he, he's like our, our business person gives us advice and he's like, you know, Bravo had confronted us for casting. They must have hired a casting person. And the woman who does our image consulting, Amanda Sanders, she's kick-ass, she's our stylist. They came to her and said, do you know any good matchmakers? And, you know, when we the opportunity was presented just to even talk to them, I'm like, no, we're not interested. And my husband's like, you know what, you better hop on that bandwagon quick because y'all aren't making money. And you spend so much time doing this, and you're so good at it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's worth it's worth an exploration. You don't have to do it. They won't even probably be interested anyway. Just talk to them. So we spoke to them, and you know, of course, they were like, "Yeah, no, it sounds like a great concept." And Bravo loves the love space. Like people, like the Food Network loves the food space, mm-hmm. and they've had much success. You know, with um, the other the Millionaire Matchmaker, they thought it was like a good area to expand on. You know. So we had spoken to them back and forth. They had shot some stuff, and they asked us to do it, and we were nervous. So it took us like eight months to really say, let's do it, you know? And um, we felt motivated because we thought it could potentially, you know, open doors and be fun. And we always have fun with what we do. So we said, let's do it. Let's just dive in. And it was a really fun experience. It really was. A lot of work and another full-time job, but a lot a lot of fun. Opened a lot of doors for us. Yeah, well, I mean, of course, you're out there in, in the public eye. And the reason that I like what you guys have done is because you're showing people out there, you, you start something, you don't give up, you keep going, you keep trying to live that dream. Whatever that dream may be, may be you just try to go live it. And that's what you guys have been doing. You know, as you said, you were bleeding money. You, know, you could have given up at any given time. You're right. And I'll say thanks to Jim, we didn't. Because I was so many times, I was like, oh, Jen, Jen, you know, it's like, we, what are we going to do? You know, we're not making the money that we want to make and we're getting all these people together. What do we do? Do we do this? Do we do that? And she's like, no, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. We're going to come out on top. And you know what? We've, we've made a lot of happy matches. When our first baby was born to our business, mm-hmm. I think a week or two ago, it was at that moment, you know, I was like, whoa. Like, that's, like, I think when it hit me, like, holy junk. Like, wow. Holy junk. I don't know what words I could say. <laughs> I don't want to curse. I don't know. We could say holy crap. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, I, I know. I don't. I have a potty mouth. Holy beef. <laughs> so I was like, wow, we are the blank, blank, blank. Yeah, you know what I'm trying to say. I know exactly what We're you're trying to say. We're the shiznit. The shiznit. <laughs> That's it. You're the shiznit. So I was like, no, that in that moment, it was like, wow. So that's how the show happened. But they definitely approached us. We weren't, like, out there trying to pitch a TV show. And the same week they approached us, like, three other people were like, you and Jen are funny. I don't know if you need a podcast, a reality show, a radio show. They're like, I mean, people would come and just laugh at us. And we didn't get why we even thought we were funny. But they were like, you two are like water and oil. Well, it's, it's, so, we're really we are actually pretty entertaining with one another, and I, I personally at that time didn't like feel very comfortable being in front of the camera, so I played a little bit more of like the silent partner. But it was it was definitely worth us doing it because it really got us a lot of opportunities to do speaking engagements mm-hmm. and you know just 
people want to talk to us. They found it intriguing. They love love. Like the love space is something that like even in a bad economy, like people are just always looking for love. It's something you're born with. You know, you're born and you just want love as a baby, you know, and you just hope, I just, I just really, me and Lori both, we just want everyone to always have love. It's as cheesy and cheesy, as cheesy as it sounds. Well, let me tell you something. If, if Brett Michaels' Rock of Love and that thing that uh, oh. his face from Public Enemy did oh, <laughs> on, yeah. on MTV, if that if that if those were hits, forget about it. You guys are gonna be super duper stars. <laughs> oh. you know? I'm still trying to figure out if Brett Michaels slept with all those women. Uh, well, oh, well, he, I don't know. If, then he, he's, a, he's, know. A, he's a rock star and probably something else. I don't know. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Whatever um, works. Whatever works, Everyone, exactly. Well, everyone's got a different thing. Yeah. Yeah, but, exactly. But but now in your, you know, I, I was reading a, a story, and, and it's funny. I was uh, I was looking at reading some paper. I, I don't know whether it was uh, the Daily News or something. And it was about a wealthy Wall Street type of guy. He paid tens, of maybe like sixty, seventy grand oh, or whatever. This was last week. Yeah, something yeah, like in the that. Post. Yeah, sixty-five thousand to not find love. You know, someone responds to that article and he's dating her, right? Really? What? Swear to God, I was like, that's why that dude did that. Supposedly there was like a picture a couple of days later. I cannot make it up. Should I Google it right now? Oh my God! That that I read. You actually found someone for that. That's crazy. I, I don't know. Me and my friend Sharon were talking about this morning. Yeah, well, that, that's crazy. Because that guy, he was in the article. He said, "Well, I paid all these matchmakers. They didn't. They could didn't do the job, and all this other nonsense." And I'm thinking, you know, you probably set your goals way too high. You know, look in the mirror. Look at yourself. What do you have that can balance somebody else out? You know, and that—that's what you have to look at. Because I love that. What do you have that can balance somebody else out? Yeah, there goes your can new tag. You can take that. That's great. No, I never even say that, but that's—that's that's very powerful. Yeah, that, that is powerful. Oh my God, look at me. <laughs> look, when they put you, when they used to put you in a ring with someone that had to balance it out, they look at the, you know, the yeah. good match. Yeah, exactly. You got to, you got to have some balance, and such is life. You got to have balance. And if you, I, I mean, the way I look at it, if you are, you know, they say, oh, you're someone's out of your league, and it has nothing to do with looks. It has nothing, to, I mean, from what, my perspective anyway. Again, I'm not a professional. I think it has to go deeper than that because uh, looks fade, don't they? <laughs> yeah, yeah they, do. they definitely do. Yeah. But the truth is, I mean, at first you do have to feel attraction. Mm -hmm. I hope you so. You definitely have to feel attraction. But looks fade, what happens is the person... My girlfriend said this recently. She's like, you know, when you look at me, and we met like years and years and years ago, decades ago, it's like you still see that same person. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't see as they age, right? Because right. when you've known them forever, they're that person, that heart, that voice, that soul, right. you know? It's like, but when you meet someone for the first time, like in our business, it, it is. It's like a guy we were reviewing his matches today and going over stuff, and he's like, yeah, I mean, you know, it's like right, it didn't jump out at me right away, but as time set in, she definitely got more and more beautiful. Like, and that was a first date. So if you could imagine if he's on a fifth or sixth date, you know, it doesn't mean it happens the first instant, but definitely men are much, you know, more visual mm -hmm. outside in. They look right away and decide, I'm attracted, I'm not. And some, when they hedge and they're on the fence, might go out again, but most don't. Well, and that—that's. But that's what. Go ahead. 
But that's what um, Lori and I are there for, too. It's not just to set up on dates. It's also to, like, give them advice. If they tell us about the date and there was a lot of great things, sometimes a guy that doesn't have someone like myself or Lori there just for advice wouldn't even, you know, go the next, like, maybe they feel like the girl didn't like them enough, Mm -hmm. so they wouldn't go the extra step and ask them out again. Whereas because we're in the picture, we could sort of, you know, not convince, but just say, you know what, if you're asking me what you've told me so far and what I know, like her feedback, you should go out again, yeah. you know? And, and that's the type of thing that a lot of people need in this world is just someone to just give them good, honest advice. We'll call that, and you know what, sometimes people just need a push. Yeah, we'll call that gentle manipulation, that's all. that's that's what it is you know and look the 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 truth of the matter is i think that you guys what you really do you bring reality to matchmaking you know you bring true reality because you know when someone comes to you you're you're not painting a picture that hey we're gonna you know this is your view of things and this is your reality is actually the reality in the world you you kind of give them a little, um, I guess, uh, more clarity uh, to, you know, mm-hmm. I guess to what they should actually be seeking for themselves to find that true someone special. Yeah, we actually do it with them, not even realize how much of a part that they have. They come in, you know, we go through our questionnaire, we'll send you one one day, mm-hmm. let you see what we're dealing with. And, you know, it starts off being so maybe broad or so specific, and then as time goes on, it either gets more specific or broad in based on their request. Like, you know, one guy really just wants to date blondes, and now he's open to light hair brunettes and realizes, you know, maybe I am attracted because maybe he only grew up with blondes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or the opposite. Like, my favorite thing in the whole world is not seeing people on second-time love, but when you're out there for second-time love, these marriages after 28 years that are over, people coming to us, and I see pictures of their ex-wives. Like, this has happened twice in the last month. These skinny blondes, and then they only want to date beautiful, more voluptuous, non-blondes at all, more darker skin, Latin, more voluptuous, beautiful women. I'm like, wow, so you were with that for 28 years, and now you want a different type of beauty, right? Mm-hmm. He's like, I would never even look at a blonde woman again. You know, it's like that is what turned you on for years. And now you're turned off to that. So it's like there's so much evolution and attraction and it's constantly evolving. And we love seeing people open their eyes and aren't in such a small box. It's amazing to see that unfold. Well, let let me ask you this. You know, I, you know, when you're watching television, I was watching TV the other day and I actually, I thought about you guys because I'm watching TV and, Something, uh, I don't know, Match.com or something came on. And, you know, these are, you know, Internet dating sites, Match.com, eHarmony. You even have free sites out there, out there that people can do, they can utilize. But on Match... Yeah, okay, Cupid's free. Yeah, on this commercial, they had, you know, they had these meetups where they're actually doing face-to-face. You know, I mean, do you think that, you know, I mean, they're they're progressing to... To actually, you know, uh, I guess doing something more real as opposed to just solely, uh, you know, massive, you know, massive amount of dates online and getting uh, people more into, I guess, interacting with each other. 
live in real time? You mean more like the group dates, the stir.com, like different, the group thing? Yeah, so, something like that. They have the, these gatherings. I saw the commercial, and I said, oh, that's interesting. Oh, we but, think that's great. That's great. Yeah, because... I, I mean, think it's a great thing. Jen and I are actually starting a division where there's going to be three on three. That sounds a little exciting, but it's not like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I know. yeah. That's a it, different it show. All, one, honey. That's a different show altogether. <laughs> exactly. That's the show people no. need to see, sweetie. But that wasn't the show we gave them. But that's that's the next edition on a different gig. But, um, yeah, no, it's good because... People are instantly more comfortable, and sometimes when you think you're going to gravitate to, you don't. And it also opens the door if you don't go with good friends to meet good friends. Because, you know, when you're out there and you're dating, there are different people you should be going out with. Like, certain friends are really like, you know, I don't want to use a bad word, but blank blockers. You know mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say there? No, I know exactly what you're trying to say. And and then that's for the guys. And then the girls, there's that friend that's, you know... It's, if you're in a control group, it's a great way to go out. It really is. Three on three, looking for similar things. And you're not alone, and you're also meeting people of the same gender. If you're heterosexual and you're looking for guy or girl friends, you know, mm-hmm. it's a great way to meet people to go out with besides, you know, just for dating. And it allows them to actually let the guard down as opposed to being guarded when going out for, on a first blind date. Yeah, absolutely. And it gives you two or three options. I mean, listen, if three of you like the same guy, then more power to the guy. Or if one guy likes the same girl, but that's just the reality of life, Mm -hmm. you know? More than one person. I mean, plenty of people like similar things, and, of course, plenty of people like different things. We all can't be like Brett Michaels, but that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Now, let, let me ask you this. You know, um, in your expert opinion, you know, what, what, do, what do guys look for that you consider being unrealistic? Lori, you're going to go? I don't know where to begin. So, Jen, you can, you can I, take this one. Yeah, you know what it is? It's like, it's more so coming in and being very, for example, I they come in and let's say they're five, seven and they want a taller woman like for that's harder to find mm-hmm. you know it's just not something they're out there of course so it's really coming in with or you're maybe let me what's the nicest way to say it maybe you're not Brad Pitt mm-hmm. or maybe the best looking individual and you literally only want to date a Victoria's Secret model mm-hmm. And we so, do not take those people, by the way. That's a different business. Yeah, it's a different business altogether. Right. Yeah. So for us, there we're, are we're very... Bride services, escort yeah. services, you know, all different stuff. We don't do that. It's not Vegas. It's New York. Let's go. <laughs> no, exactly. Nor is it, you know, we're polygamy. We're so go on. Yeah, true. Like, like Lori, for us, Lori and I, like, we made a pact that we do not want to lose sleep over, over our business, like, where we don't have... We can't match it to people. So for us, it's really important. We lose enough sleeping mothers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we, it's very important for whoever that we choose and they choose us, that it's a mutual, like, understanding that it, this is going to work. Mm-hmm. And you know? And that's why we haven't had any, like, 
any issues. But our clients, I have to say, like, knock on wood, I'm knocking on wood right now, you guys can't see. Mm. Like, we, we've been very fortunate with really, really great clients. Well, I mean, I think having... We really have. But I think having great clients... You know, it was also indicative of how you work with them because if you can't work with that person, they're obviously not going to become a client of yours. Whether they, you know, they, no matter how much they want to pay you, if you can't help them, then you're not going to take the gig anyway. That's true. I think me and Lori are very nice people, and the way we handle certain situations, we do it in a in a in a nice, classy way. That's that makes everyone feel comfortable. So I think that definitely helps for sure. Okay. Now on, on Yeah, that... I mean we care about our people because we're not gonna take them. We're not robotic, up. you know, like, okay, he deserves it he's ready for a date. Like we're 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 much more in touch with our, our clients well, feelings and who they are. Well then that that's a big thing in the matchmaking game. But on on just, just hang on, I want you to hold on to that thought because we have to take a quick break and we're gonna be back uh with Lori Zaslo and Jen Zucker on the UCW radio show. Pop 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 All right, welcome back to the UCW radio show. We have uh, Lori Zaslo and Jen Zucker on the show with us. Uh welcome back guys. Hi. Thank you. Yes. We love your show. We want to stay all night. Yeah, well, I, well, yeah. yeah I think we. I think it's going to wind up happening because we all can <laughs> chit chat. So it's like a party line here. Uh, <laughs> now we, we we were last talking about you know um, what people you know uh, what guys look for that's unrealistic. Now we're going to do the flip side. What what do women look for that's unrealistic? Laura, you know what the answer to this one is. Oh, boy. <laughs> you don't have right. time for us, sweetie. Let me go then. So we get a lot of women that are, let's say, five feet, five foot two, and they want a guy that's six feet or taller. Can you well, imagine? Go to Texas. <laughs> <laughs> go to the Midwest. Yeah, no, the Midwest, they, right. But um, it's, it's like amazing how height for women is... A big deal, and you know what? We will never convince a woman to not do what they want, but we will tell them, okay, great. So if we find the guy of your dreams that has everything you're looking for, and he's five nine, we're not going to set you up. And then all of a sudden, they're like, oh, wait, 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 okay, no, 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 I'll, I'll do. It. You know, it's so funny when you put it in front of them, they don't realize how silly it sounds. And we say, yeah, that guy doesn't want to date a girl who's who's short. They're like, huh? That's not right. I'm like, what? You're doing the same thing. But that is definitely something that we we run into a lot. I mean, I'm not saying people, you know, we do a lot of digging. You know, is it what does it make you feel a certain way when someone's taller or bigger? Does it make you feel? And it's like, yeah, you know, I didn't feel this way. I never felt loved or connected to my dad. He didn't hold me. He wasn't there for me. Okay. So you're not looking for someone tall. You're looking for someone who's a provider or someone who, you know, Mm -hmm. we do a lot of analysis at the end of the day. Our secret sauce is really learning and kind of being there for people in a way that maybe someone hasn't been Mm -hmm. to get them to a vulnerable place and get them on a lot of dates and, you know, be ready to love. And you, you said earlier that you guys care, and I think that's a big thing because you're not only making the, these matches, you're actually coaching 
the your clients and even the people that you're matching them up with, you're coaching them for them to actually be happy and and find that special person. That's what I see anyway. Yeah, yeah. I mean, definitely being positive. I don't know if being happy. People really <laughs> need that. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's definitely putting. You know, listen, we all have bad moments and can't be happy every second, but. At the end of the day, being positive and warm and happy is powerful. And the most important thing people look for in everything, like from the minute you got on the phone, you could just tell from your belly laugh that you're happy. It's like something that you cannot fake. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and people sense it. And we really let people know, like, Jen's big thing, she tells everyone, is like, so, Maya's like, just straighten your hair. She says, do you smile on dates? Because... People, and so I'm like, no, I, I don't smile enough, you know? It's like people want to feel that you're there and you're happy and you're smiling and you're engaged. Even if they're not for you, they could know someone for you, you know? So you always have to put warmth out there. And, yeah, that's definitely something we say at nauseum and we'll never stop because that's it. I mean, what you give is what you get. You know it, you know? Well, I mean, you have to put your, you have to put it all out there for people to actually see what resonates from you. And if you're guarded and you're not happy and you're not looking to be happy, uh, really nobody wants to be with a miserable uh, uh, person. I, at least I you don't got think it so. right. Well, maybe yeah. maybe some people do. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah but then, well, they, then they evolve to not. So misery loves company, right? Mm -hmm. But then that one person's going to get out of being miserable. And then the other person's still there. But no, nobody wants to feel unhappy. Yeah, and Nobody. That, and that becomes I mean, they a, make medication to make you happy. God bless. So <laughs> there's a big market for those drugs. And that's when they jump from <laughs> Love Broker to Jerry Springer, and there we go. <laughs> oy vey. Yeah, big, big time oy vey. <laughs> exactly. Uh, now, um, oh my God, you have the best laugh. I can't. Can you come over and just hang out with us? And just, just laugh all day. There we go. I'll, I'll be I'll be like the uh, the little laughing doll. <laughs> It'll be like a Twilight Zone moment. You hear yourself freaking out. <laughs> oh, now you me you mentioned you, you mentioned earlier the uh, the millionaire matchmaker. You know now I I've seen that show, and uh, you know P uh, Patty Stanger. She's the the host or the the lead the the star of that show. Now, but her style. Uh, is much different than your style, you know, and that, I mean, the way that show is how, you know, it's money for money or whatever the case may be, but her style is definitely different than yours. You know, even, even on the shows, you, you can see it. You can, you can definitely yeah, see she's, it. She, she's, she does more of a casting call, I guess mm -hmm. we'll call it, where it's sort of like, all right, come in. I'm going to be here from this time to this time, and let me see if you're a good match for a client. Versus us, we go out, as Lori said earlier, to the trenches. We go out there. We'll, if we're at Starbucks and we see a beautiful girl, and we will walk, we'll walk up to that person and we'll ask them if they're single. Like For us, we're very proactive. Mm -hmm. And, of course, our dates are all blind dates. Well, they're blind where... The guy, whoever's signing up with us is going to trust us, mm -hmm. like we're an extension of them. So it's blind in a way where they're not going to see the pictures, but they'll know and trust us that we're going to set them up with someone they want. 
Oh. That sounds scary, right? They're not, not going to see the picture, like, of the exact girl they're going out with that night. But they will see lots and lots of pictures. And a lot of them will be potentially some girls they might go out with. But the exact day of, we don't say, hey, remember the fourth picture we showed you the second time we met? You know, it's more like we want another case level because, of course, again, you know, we're all visual. Right. But they don't do it at that moment. We do the picking. If they were going to do their own picking, then why would they need us? Yeah, you know? that's, that's true, because then you become, you know, as you said, a, a casting agency. And I think Hollywood has enough casting agents. No, yeah, no crap. Yeah, yeah, they, exactly. Yeah. But that's interesting. Yeah, we're very New York. Yeah, but that's we're interesting what, what you guys do because you actually, you know, you, uh, you, you, you would go. I mean, let me ask you a question. When you're, you're out there, you're in Starbucks or wherever you're at, and you see someone that's by themselves, and you walk up, up to this girl, you know, what? what's their reaction? I'm very curious on what their reaction is when you approach them. Well, first, sometimes they think you might be a lesbian, so we have to make it clear that we're not a lesbian if we're walking up to them. We're not hitting on them. Yeah, exactly. Just New York, of course. (laughs) And then, secondly, everybody loves to be pursued. Not one person has said, I'm taken. Everyone knows someone single. They are flattered. No one has ever been, we've called email people or Facebook, maybe they may not be as happy in that situation. Like, I'm not interested once in a while, but 98% of the people are like, ah, no, thank you, I'm going out with someone, but I have a friend, or thank you so much. Like, everyone's complimented, you know, everyone. Well, I, I tell you this much, that and if I had anyone that was uh, that I knew that was single, that I mean, I would definitely send them to you guys because you. Aww, uh, you you're you, the best. You know, people single. Hook it up. Hook uh, it up. We, we, <laughs> we have to talk another time about a lot of people. But anyway, um, but I think that for someone to to go to a matchmaking agency, um, and, and you're you're more than that. You're more than that. It's it's uh, they have to in order to make it work. They have to feel comfortable with the people that they have the ability to actually get this done. And you guys going out in the trenches, meeting people, talking to people, you're in Central Park, here, there, everywhere. You're speaking to people on their behalf because you know you need to find someone for that person that makes it work. You don't do it because, hey, we're getting paid. You do it, you know, that's why you have to do it. But you go that extra mile because that's how you guys are. Absolutely. Okay, and I, and I need Absolutely. I, I needed to make that whole thing clear so people that are listening to the show they understand that you know not all matchmakers are made the same. You know, and, and that's why I made True. mention of the millionaire matchmaker. You know, she's successful with what she does. She lost a lot of weight. She you know she's doing good in her life. Um, but what you guys do is more real. Okay, it's definitely more real. You know. Um, and New York is such a different climate than I think any other market. You know, it's really there are 10 million people here on any given day. There's a lot of people out there. I mean, we definitely have a lot more to work with, which makes it in some elements easier because there's so many people. But it also makes it a lot harder because it's like a kid in the candy store all the time. Yeah. You know, you have people from all over the world that come to New York. So for you guys, it just makes your, your job a little more intense. 
Yeah. It's true. That's the right. That's the word, man. You've hit everything on the head. I yes. like that word. Intense. Yeah, we got. But we... in one day we can meet forty people. I bet you can't do that in L.A. because it takes you so far to get everywhere. You know. Yeah. 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 Exactly. You can walk down the street and meet a whole bunch of people. But you, it's not just about meeting. Mm-hmm. You know, just anyone. You guys. Uh, you kind of. You already outlined the type of uh, people you need to meet for whatever clients you're dealing with. Exactly. Okay. We're looking for them. I mean, they can't be everywhere all the time. If they like animals, we're going to the ASPCA events. If they, you know, certain things that they can't do for themselves, we're there doing it for them. Uh, and that, that... And you know what? If the great people we meet is not for them, we'll, we, you know, we have plenty of people that we will find them. We meet great girls and we advocate for them. Yeah, well, look, I think that in, you know, and I, and I know and I see, I listen to you, Lori. That uh, like dating, the dating. It's like the dating game. It's the dating is a game, but love is a different story, right? I like that. Yeah. Date, that's what I say, right? Yeah, that's, that's your quote. Dating is a game, but love is not. Exactly. Dating is a game. It's true. That's your quote. See, I I, I kind of I pick something out no. from you, uh, but no, but but it's, but it's, it's true. true though. Yeah. Dating is a game. Yeah, because it's uh, and everything. You just like you know, look, real estate. Recruiting, Wall Street, this, that, any type of sales, anything like that, you know, everything's a numbers game, okay? And the more people you go through, the more likely you're going to find that person. That's why I think, you know, when someone uses your service, you know, they have to understand you're not going to find that person first shot out. If you do, you're lucky, but that's not realistic. You know, no, it's not. Uh, yeah, I don't think. No, it's true. Nor would you necessarily want that to be your first person. No, yeah. not in this no, environment. You you say, wait, wait a second. No. <laughs> I I met this person, but I want to meet some other people too. You know? Yeah, to make sure it's right. Yeah, you have to make definitely make sure. Now I want I want you guys to paint the picture. If you can go, I mean, I don't know who wants to approach it, but paint the picture so that anyone that may be looking to use your service, you know, when they walk into your office, what. Do, what should they expect, or what would they, what would be in, uh, you know, when they walk in, what what would they expect, or what 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 would be coming at them, from your end? Lots of hugs. <laughs> oh, hugs, hugs are good. <laughs> we actually do give hugs to people when they walk into our office. Um, and well, first, it's a warm, warm environment, and people expect to get an open, loving approach. And if there are paying clients. They get six full months of unlimited dates where we go through everything and we handhold them. If they need to call us about their other dating life through us and not through us, we are there for them no matter what it is. So it's not, you, you don't cap it that they can only go on three dates or that type of thing. No. Mm. Well, I, I, know, <laughs> I know some services do that. That's what makes it interesting, you know, um, and it just shows and how you guys feel about not only your business, but the clientele that you bring in. Exactly. Okay, now you guys are entrepreneurs in every sense of the word. Uh, You started Project Soulmate. You made it a pretty good success. You're on TV. You're moving. You're shaking. You're making magic. All right? (laughs) And now you guys are coming out with products. Now, do tell. Yeah, we have an oil coming out. It's called Gravitate, and um, it's for women. And basically, we've done a lot of testing. We've done a lot of focus groups. And, 
it, it, it's really something that sense is very important. You know, at the end of the day, looks are important, but smelling good is really important too. So we came up with a formula that, you know, a lot of men like, obviously not, we can't say every guy will like, but a majority. And it's, you know, you go out, you smell good and it'll attract you to hopefully the right person. And what, what brought you to, uh, to think about going that route? Laura, you can go with that one. Yeah, you go My for it, Laura. My friend, um, for 20 years, she mixes oil, Dana Varen. She's amazing. And we were saying how it's so important to smell good. It's like one of those things, like smiling, like you got to smell good. I mean, you have to be as crazy as me that sprays perfume before you go to bed. I'm a nut. But you have to <laughs> definitely always smell good. It makes that lasting impression. It really does. And we tried so many different formulas asking, you know, men what they think smelled good. And we mixed um, different sorts of musk and, you know, aphrodisiac smells. And it goes with other smells. So if you're used to wearing X perfume, Chanel number no. 5, it goes with it. It just goes with the skin. It's like can mix and match with anything. And that's kind of like the where your stance should be in life. You know, you want to fit in. Oh, so they, they'll have that, that uh, stench that attracts uh, the opposite sex. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that, that, that's that's great stuff, though. You know, it's it's good because you guys are branching out into different things, and I think that's beautiful. Um, and it just shows your entrepreneurship, and also, as I said, you know, I, we we spoke earlier. You know, what you guys have done. You know, anyone that's listening to the show, they should be inspired by that because. Again, and, and I said it during, earlier in the show, that you could have gave up. You, you, you could have just walked away because you were bleeding right. money. Like your husband said, you were bleeding yeah. money. Uh, you, you didn't, ha- I mean, with, with, the, with, with, the, uh, with the Bravo thing, you know, you could have just not have done it. Okay, a lot of things could have happened. But then again, oh, you're right. you know, you, you pull the trigger and you from one thing to the other and basically, you know, look at you guys now. Yeah, and this is only the beginning because you guys are going to fly. Oh, we're in a, we are in a really great place. You know, we're really excited and, you know, but listen, there's a lot of obstacles and nothing's easy in life. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it, it's just you really have to just sometimes take risk. And it's those people that take risks that end up, you know, doing something great. Oh, I think that you're, right. you're you're 100% correct on that. You hit the nail on the head. How do you like that? Oh, yeah, you def- definitely did that. Now, what I want to do is um, you know, give you the floor to to tell people, you know, how how they can follow you, how they can find out more about this if they want to use your services, how do they do it? You know, I'm going to let you guys do that and just just talk away because I don't have that information. I have some information, but not that particular information. Sure. We have um, a, our main, main Twitter handle for Project Soulmate is at Project Soulmate. That's P-R-O-J-E-C-T-S-O-U-L-M-A-T-E. And Lori and I also have our own Twitter handle that um, we we tend to use as well, um, which, uh, Lori, yours is a L-O-R... It's Lori, right? It's your whole name, Lori? Yes? 
Of course. Yeah. Lori's asking. Right. Part, it doesn't even know my Twitter handle. Oh, my God. Sorry, guys. <laughs> no, it's been, a, re- oh it's been a really me. long, long day, so I apologize for that. It's just our names. Yeah, so I know. It's Lori, just our names. I, Zaslo, Z-A-S-L-O-W. And I'm J-E-N-N-Z-U-C as in Charlie, H as in Harry, E-R. And, yeah, so it's uh, we also are on Facebook at Project Soulmate. And um, you can always go to our website at www.projectsoulmate.com and go to our um, info button and you can meet us there. And we, we'd love to, we really love to help people and do whatever we can. So definitely reach out. All right. That, that's fantastic. And anyone that heard that, you know, if you are looking for that, that special someone in your life, Trust me, you want to use someone, use the best in the business. Go to them, go to Project Soulmate. You know, Lori and Jen, they know what they're doing. They've been doing it for a while. They've been doing it since they, they, they came out the womb. I don't know. They're hooking up babies <laughs> in, in the hospital, you know. I don't know what was going on there, but they, they, they know what they're doing inside and out. And I guess the most important thing is that they uh, they care. And they would be coaching you because some a lot of people need coaching. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you are, mm-hmm. you know, the biggest celebrity. Yeah, even in the people planet. been married for years. They need coaching. Oh damn, right. they need coaching. Oh yeah, they need That's coaching. That's right. Nobody's ex- you know, excluded. Plus, yeah. we give feedback. We give feedback. That's important to hear how great you're doing, you know, and how much people like you. Or how much your breath stinks. You know, you need to know these things. And, yeah, and then also, you know, even though you have your the Love Broker show, I'm sure that people, there's a level of discretion as well when they, they come to you guys. Oh, yeah. yeah we definitely have to make sure we're on the same page. Yeah, yeah and that, that's something I want to bring out because, you know, people that feel comfortable, and that's why I know, no doubt about it, they're going to feel comfortable going to uh, you guys at Project Soulmate, and uh, I think it'd be the best move that they may they would make if they're looking for their special someone because that special someone just is not going to pop out. We're not in the fifties anymore. This is two thousand twelve. You got to get real, people. Okay, so now exactly. Yeah, but I want to thank you guys, Lori and Jen, for coming on the show. Uh, I was really excited to have you guys on because I knew. This was going to be uh, an interesting uh, and fun show, and it has been. And I do. Thank you so much for including us. Oh, I have. Really, thank you so much. You're amazing. I don't know if I'm amazing. You guys are amazing. You You are. You are. I'm just here. Well, you need a tough critic for her to say that. Forget it. Yes. Yeah, you need a tough smile. See, I did, I'm doing good here. All right, I like it. I'm definitely the tough critic out of the two of us, but that's good to have. Well, then I'm happy that I'm fortunate. Then I, I, I try, I try a little bit, but, uh, but yeah. So guys, uh, go to uh, projectsoulmate.com. Check them out, and uh, you know, again, use their services. They are good at what they do. No, okay. oh, thanks everyone. Hope you're having a good day night. Okay. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, hold on, guys. Bye. Hold, hold, 